Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombus. The better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among <laughs> the activities that Bombus is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombus socks are a part of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, 37 degrees. Wow. I bet you loved I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them, including their fun bluish green color. Look, I've been talking about Bombas forever, guys. Socks, underwear, t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. And that's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech. Oh, that makes sense now that the hex is Mm -hmm. is stitched in there. Mm -hmm. It incorporates sweat wicking. The light bulb's going off. Ah, Support of strategic (laughs) zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Hold the phone. Wow. I was like, I was like, I gotta get some socks replaced. Then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, mm-hmm, or for Dory's, mm-hmm. Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right <laughs> foot contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks. Keep you comfy and support it all day while on the course, baby. Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. That means you're covered for life. Reach out anytime. Their happiness team uh, will help facilitate easy returns, exchanges, or replacements. Go to bombas.com slash adventure. Use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. And use the code adventure at checkout. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. One week into 2024, we're back. Things are happening. Uh, I would say the Santa Ana winds have been kicking up. <sighs> Chilly one out here. Even but... my parents, my parents are here. Mm-hmm. They live in Boston, Massachusetts, which is an objectively colder climate than where we live. Correct. And they were like, it's freezing. <laughs> it's a different. The cold hits different a, here. It does for a couple of reasons. I think personally. Yes, Let's see I'm, if I'm ready. Right. I will expound. Okay. Uh, you're never dressed for it. Correct. Uh, and you're usually wearing a lighter everything. Like a lighter pant, a lighter shirt, a lighter jacket. And with the wind factor, mm-hmm. it will it cuts right through you. Well, Whereas and when also you're back east, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say also our homes are not equipped for it. Like our homes are not insulated in the same way that houses in the Northeast are. 
Right. Which we're thankful for when it's, you know, 120 degrees. Right. But not when it's 48 and windy. Whatever. Yes, I wore shorts today. Dory thought I was crazy. I like, did. Mm. I did think you were crazy. This I mean, Henry, shorts you know, Henry is always like, I'm never cold. And like, you know, it's hard to get him he, to put on a sweatshirt. Talk and big talk. Absolutely refused to wear a jacket today. And we were at the park. I should have just brought his jacket. That was my bad. But he was like, I'm cold. I want to go home. <laughs> I think had you had his jacket, he would have still probably wanted to go home. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. I feel a little better. Thanks. Um, yeah, you took Henry uh, to a um, puppet show. I did. An iconic Los Angeles institution called Bob Baker's Marionette Theater. I always forget it's the title. So when I was asking what kind of puppets, it was a foolish question. It was, but I let you ask it anyway. <laughs> No one was answering me, and it was very annoying. I was like, wait, what kind of puppets were they? <laughs> well, you could see the performers. I was like, so they're marionettes? Yes. And then <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Yes. Took Henry and my parents to their uh, Nutcracker performance, which is you know their holiday show that runs from like November to the middle of January. Mm-hmm. Um, it was delightful. It's like, it's such a... Matt, I feel like you would like it, like just in the sense of it's got like almost like an old Disneyland kind of charm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very sweet, and the puppets are pretty cool. Um, and they I mean, give out ice cream any... after the end of the show. That's cute. I've never heard anything bad about it. Yeah. So maybe next time you will come with us. You know, it's funny is I, so I, I was tasked with replacing a toilet seat because one of the bathroom toilet seats broke. So I ordered two because I was like, I'll replace that one, the one that's broken. And then I'll replace the one in Dory and I's bedroom because that one is like rusting. It's just the, the hinge. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I got two new ones. And of course one of them worked, but the other one's the wrong size. And the one that's the wrong size is the one that's actually broken. <laughs> Not the one that I was like, just looking to refresh. Also, uh, the bolts are plastic now. Oh, so no There's rusting. Like, finally, they figured this out. <laughs> Way to go, Kohler. Uh, yeah. Um, but you did also s- figure out that we need... An entirely new towel rack. Yeah, I try. I patched the wall, and then I tried to use the old hardware for the old. Excuse me. Now for the old uh, towel rack, which I broke when I was like, I put, I, I like was leaning on it to like take a sock off or something. One of those classic like lean on the thing that really should only support the weight of a towel. Mm. Um, and I broke it. It's been broken for... Months. What, eight months? No. But a I long time. It. Yeah. So I patched the wall, then I was going to use the old hardware, and then I tried it, and it doesn't work, so I just need to get a new one. Yeah. 
All right. I don't know where these yawns are coming from. It's very strange. Like, I wasn't yawning. We were just sitting in the dining room together, and I wasn't yeah, yawning. Yeah, you weren't yawning. Maybe I'm putting now you I come to sleep. Out here. Is it cause I'm, it's not, I'm just wondering if it's, like, because I'm cold? No, cold usually wakes you up. Yeah, but doesn't your body go, like, let's yawn to get some heat going? I don't think that's No one thing. knows why. Scientists don't know why you yawn, so whatever. Right. Hmm. If you're a scientist and you know why we yawn, let us know. <laughs> we are curious. So, yeah. Um, you are not. I was. You are not playing golf for a little while. Uh huh. I feel like this is an interesting thing to talk about. <laughs> uh, Friday, I played golf during the day, and it just took so long, and it just like sucked up so much of the day, and I just was like, "This is ridiculous. I'm getting nothing done." And I really want to fix the toilet um, slash clean up before Dory's parents get here. So decided that I'm not going to be playing golf until my script is done. So we'll see what happens to my handicap. <laughs> I bet it will be fine. My handicap or the script? That you're handicapped. Your handicap oh, will be fine. Gotcha. I think. Uh, it's seven point three right now. We'll see what it gets to, everybody. That's a that's just an guesstimate from my watch, my Garmin watch slash clubs. Wow. Um the Yeah, because I do I feel like it does during the day. When I golf in the in the very early morning, I do find myself extremely tired. But that said, sometimes I'm wake I'm woken up earlier by Henry. Mm. I mean, not sometimes, all the time. You are. It's true. He's a little too freewheeling with that now. Yeah, because you didn't set any boundaries with him. He just takes advantage of your goodwill. No, we set the t- this is, we set the bounty of. The bounty? The boundary. <laughs> we set the bounty uh, to $500. No, we set the <laughs> boundary of 5.50 a.m. for the days, the Friday, for Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh-huh. That's when we can turn the TV on. Right. And now he comes out at 5 whatever. And here's the thing. You can't, I have a better chance of going back to sleep if I turn the TV on mm-hmm. than I do if I keep saying no to him because he comes back every six minutes to ask. Hmm. So it's a very, it's a weird, it's, I don't really know how to set that boundary. So if any, if you have any ideas, I'm open to them. Talking I mean, to you, Dodo. Yeah, I'm thinking. I, I yeah, like I I think the only thing that would work is you kind of calmly making him go back to his room and like really not letting him come out and saying this is not an option anymore. 
TV, the TV does not go on until 5.50. I mean, I've, I've kind of been telling him that. But kind of been telling him is not the same as telling him and enforcing it. Sounds like I you're mean, not enforcing it. He, he wakes me up. I understand that. And the point is, I'd like to sleep. It, yes, I get How that. How do I avoid getting woken up by Henry? I think you need to start by like making it not appealing for him. Right now, he knows mm-hmm. that after like a minute, you're going to cave. So, like, of course, he's going to keep doing what he's doing. Even today, he woke me up. Yeah, I know because he, even though the grandparents are here, yes, and I'm like, dude, go see Nana and Saba, and then he comes back after what I don't know because I fall, I sort of drifted back to sleep. He comes back and he's like, Nana and I did blah blah blah. Can I watch TV? Can I watch number blocks? It's like, what is happening? And then I'm like, he's like, can you make me breakfast? Can you make a raisin toast? And I'm like, have Nana or Saba make you raisin toast? And he's like, they won't let me eat it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He he was positive they wouldn't let him have raisin toast. I don't think that that's I mean, true. I think that's just classic your parents. Maybe, but I, I'm just... You don't just, think it's true that he I'm said just, that? I'm just I told saying, you that no, earlier no, today. I, know, I didn't say I don't think it's true that he said that. I, I'm saying oh. I don't think it's true that they wouldn't have. I don't either. That's why I sent him back to do that. Right. And then I never made him raisin toast. So I don't know what happened because I fell asleep. I um, assume he got raisin toast. <laughs> I'm just saying that you telling him not to wake you up without like backing it up is toothless it's pointless you're not like you can't expect a four-year-old to to just like respect your boundary because you just say it like you have to actually how how do i back it up while still being asleep maybe you go maybe you go into another room maybe you go into the playroom sleep in the playroom that's me getting up and going somewhere that's me getting up this okay. is all me getting up. Every every option is me getting up. And then by that point, I'm like, this is pointless. That, I should but, just turn the TV but that is sleep. how, I'm saying that's how you have to start it. Maybe that's how you do it for the for a few days and then he gets the point. Mm. You have to break this know. habit is what I'm saying. You've conditioned the, him. You've conditioned here's him. Here's the way to break the habit for realsies. Starting the night, next night our bed is free. I'm there. Then he has to come in and wake up both of us. Uh, Okay. And then you'll see what it's like. Well, I will not have slept because you will have kept me awake with your snoring. So. Mm, Interesting. Have I kept you awake this week? And? Um, I heard it a little bit, but I, I did have what I now think are better earplugs than the ones that I had been using. They, they randomly came with my eye mask. Um, and I was in a separate uh, room with the door closed, but I yeah, could but still hear that, it. That, that you could hear it. Yes. I don't know what the answer is. Do you want to try sleeping in our bedroom and I can sleep in the playroom? No. Why no. not? I mean, the real answer is I'll just blow up that mattress and sleep in my office. No, that's so depressing. Oh, and the current sleeping arrangement is not depressing? I mean, it is, but this is even more depressing. 
This is like so depressing. Plus, if I'm in my office, handle it. He can't. He's like that's that's another barrier for him. He can't get in here. Be like, how's he? What's he gonna do? I mean, maybe I don't. The other the other day, the other day, he locked himself outside at like four fifty in the morning. Oh no! And I was like, oh, thank God, I'm like, thank God, I was awake enough to let him back in. I don't know if he was checking on the rain or if he went to go pee. I don't know. I forget. Oh, boy. But I do remember going, oh, my God. Although I think eventually he would have found the side door, but whatever. Right. Because you had locked the back door because the back door keeps blowing open because of these Santa Ana winds. Yes. Yes. And then the front door locked behind him because he was playing with the lock. (laughs) Anyway. Whatever. He's out of control. Dodo. Yes. What was your favorite thing this week? Hmm. My favorite thing this week. Um. You know, I I wrote every day. Mm-hmm. So that felt good. It's been yeah. nice having my parents here. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, those are those are all good. Both good things. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. I should have been prepared for because I already asked it of you. Uh, it's a really good question. I don't know. Hmm. What was my favorite thing last week? What did I do? I mean, the writing every day sounds amazing. Because I'm jealous of that. The um, And like even last night you were writing, which I was impressed by. Because I came well, in and I, writing in the dining room. I was like, whoa, it's amazing. I joined an accountability workshop. Tell me more. This is what my, my my therapist and I are always talking about. I need accountability. Well, tell me more about this. So there's a fiction writer named Annie Hartnett um, who wrote a book called Rabbit Cake that came out like right around when Startup came out. And I did an event with her in Portland, Maine. Yes, I remember this. And she and another writer a couple years ago started being or maybe it was a few like a few years ago she and a friend of hers another writer started being each other's like accountability buddies and they wrote out contracts for each other about what they were going to do and they do a daily check-in and then a couple years ago they started doing it for other writers all kinds of writers like fiction writers non like tv writers like all there's all kinds of writers in these groups and you pay them $150 a month. There's meetings twice a month. And then you also write out a contract that says like, this is what I'm going to do. And on the days that you do it, you email, they have an email address that is specifically just to check in and -hmm. you just email them done. If you have fulfilled the terms of your contract for that day. So like my contract says, During the week, like on weekdays, I'm going to write 
two for two hours or a thousand words, whichever comes first. And on the weekends, I'm just going to write for 10 minutes. That's all I need to do. I just need to write for 10 minutes because weekends are just like, they're hard with Henry and like all the stuff going on. So I'm like, but you know what I want? I just, I need to get in the habit of writing every day because it's when I, when I decide to just write when like the muse strikes, I'm like waiting around for a muse that like doesn't want to show up. But when I'm writing every day, it's like, okay, gotta write. Like, this is what I'm doing. And there is something very satisfying about being able to be like done, just email this out. And then they write back check. And, um, and yeah, and that's it. It sounds amazing. Do you want to join? What are the terms of the contract? You come up with them. Mm. I'll send you mine. Mm. I could help you. I could help you come up with it. What happens if you breach your contract? I mean, nothing except you don't finish. Mm, this is a problem. What you were going to do. Here's what I think it should be. If you breach your contract, that month costs $300. I mean, they could probably arrange that with you. <laughs> um, it's interesting. How? I mean, other than, I guess other than your word, they don't know that you've right. done it. Yes. Um, that's interesting. I, I think I like this idea. We could have just done it with each other and saved $150 a month. No, but I, if you've ever read Gretchen Rubin, you know that obligers, which is what you are, they can't feel accountable to someone who is close to them. That's not true. The strictest I ever was on any diet was Whole30 because I assumed you were as well. So I was like, I but we were cheat, doing it. We were not gonna cheat. we were doing it together. Like, yeah, but wouldn't we be right? I mean, we're writing together, meaning that we're both writing. Well, if you want, we're both, we're both trying to write yes. ourselves into work. Do you? We can be accountability buddies. I can also be your accountability buddy and I can be accountable to you. You know what I mean? Like I can check in with you and with these other people. Yeah. I mean, even if it was like 90 minutes a day, it would be great. More than I'm going to, I'm going to send you the contract that I wrote up for myself and I would like you to write a contract and send it to me. Hmm. Interesting. Guys, this is uh, kind of a cliffhanger. Tune in next week. See how this went. Yep. In the meantime. See how this went. We are going to take a break. Because we are accountable. To to you. The advertisers. (laughs) (laughs) We will be right back. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombas. The better basics that take sweat-wicking, blister-preventing, friction-free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among <laughs> the activities that Bombas is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombas socks are a part of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, 37 degrees. Wow. I bet you I loved, I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them including their fun bluish green color look nice. i've been talking about bombas forever guys socks underwear t-shirts are the number one two and three most requested items in homeless shelters and that's why for every comfy item you purchase bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech oh that makes sense now that the hex is, mm-hmm. is stitched in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it incorporates yep. sweat See, wicking. The light bulb's yarns. going off. Ah, supportive strategic <laughs> zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last, and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow! Hold the phone. Wow! But I was like, I was like, I gotta get some socks replaced. And then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, or mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Dory's, Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right foot <laughs> contoured running socks give you perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks keep you comfy and supported all day while on the course baby bombas is a hundred percent happiness guarantee that means you're covered for life reach out anytime their happiness team uh will help facilitate easy returns exchanges or replacements go to bombas.com slash adventure use the code adventure for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash adventure and use the code adventure at checkout We're back. I haven't written a word since we took that break, but I have the intention to do it. Okay. To write. I mean, not not to write during the break. That's that time is gone. Wow, that's true. That you'll never get that time back. (laughs) (laughs) Um. What is, uh, what, 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 let's do the thing where we tell people they can write in at Dory Matt at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail. Yep. They, can, they can leave a voicemail, 413 baby They can do that. Um, you can leave a voice memo. Yep. 
like our bestie in Boulder often does. Mm -hmm. Uh, Audio quality is better and you can go for longer. Um, That's what she said? What? (laughs) No. (laughs) Audio quality is better is where that falls apart. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, a valiant attempt at a silly, silly joke. Now, let's see here. Shall I have we? the podcast notes up. I just um, wanted to check to see what voicemails I should be pulling. None. None, uh, No voicemails. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Let's do it. Okay. We'll do this show. We'll do the regular show. All right. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah. All right. To play us out. What does that mean? What? <laughs> uh, okay, this is from Rachel. Hey, guys, yes. I've been listening since the beginning and paused the pod to write after your latest episode. I used Omnitrope. I did four retrievals with pretty dismal outcomes. Only ever got one blast on average per cycle. Severe MFI had to transfer because the embryos had to fresh transfer because the embryos weren't good enough quality to freeze, which resulted in my son. We decided to try for a second child and my RE put me on Omnitrope. I had four mature eggs. We transferred two day three embryos, which worked before. And I ended up with two high quality frozen blasts after that. I've literally had nothing make it to a freezer ever. And this round worked as well. As And I had a second baby. My husband has azospermia and this was frozen tessie sperm so the same batch as the last time my re said they had seen amazing outcomes with omnitrobe it was new in canada when i used it also about breastfeeding and doing an er egg retrieval i know the caller didn't ask for advice but here's my two cents anyways my son was 13 months when we did another egg retrieval i'm at a very large fertility clinic with many re's at a teaching hospital My RE was totally fine with all of the meds and me continuing to breastfeed. I personally wouldn't wean as my goal was to make it to two years. We hit three years and they were very supportive of breastfeeding. You guys are awesome. My son is the same age as Henry and it's a wild time. Thanks for continuing the pod, Rachel. Now Rachel wrote back and said, hi, it's Rachel again. I was thinking about the last email I sent and my miracle drug was a Recavel instead of Omnitrope. I used Omnitrope for the four not great cycles and the new drug that had come out between 2019 and 2021 was Recovel. So maybe not podcast relevant. I also forgot my stats, two adults and two science babies in a 1200 square foot house in Ontario, zero hot dogs, one 30 inch ish TV. We're pretty minimalist and still feel like we have a good amount of space. Take care. Oh, tell us about that. Huh? Good amount of space. Yeah. And being a minimalist. I, decided that we need to resolve uh, the problem actually we need 50 percent. we need 50 percent less stuff and bingo. we need 50 percent more closet space bingo this is a that's a double bingo that is the that is the formula that would make our lives amazing 50 percent less stuff it's like theoretically it sounds great there is like a real like uh I don't know. There's like a um, a free a freedom a freedom to it. Yes, and but there's a true desire to have that happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, also like a, a laziness. Maybe it's not lazy. Maybe lazy is the wrong word. But it's like a an inertia. It's, a little, it's oh, it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. You know, 
It is overwhelming. And a lot of the stuff that I have, I've like sort of cull, quote unquote collected. So to that, there's like a little bit of a, oh, that kind of, I want to get rid of this stuff, but I just don't, I don't want to just throw it out. I'd like to sell it, but that takes time. You know what I mean? It's that kind of Yeah, thing. I do. I mean, I think that was why years ago when we had that organizer, it was so helpful. Because they took stuff. They took stuff. Yeah. And they helped us. She helped us like be a little bit more objective about getting rid of st- like, you know, like she was like, I don't know. She, she helped me take some of the emotion out of it, I guess is what I mean. Well, I mean, I think emotion is the wrong word uh, when I'm talking about the, like, for instance, all the putters that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all, although I got rid of like five last week, actually, now that I think about it. The golf bags. This is a, okay. I have a lot of golf bags. You know, mm-hmm. and it's the like you can't you can't like take a golf bag. I I don't think you can take a golf bag to like Roger Dunn and like trade it in, even though some of them have barely been used. And it's something that would take up so much space in our trash barrel <laughs> that I will never throw it out. Well, yeah, I don't think we should be throwing out brand new trash bag. I mean, brand new golf bags. Well, some of the I mean, I'm not talking about the like. What about the old old ones? You know what I mean. I bet someone would either buy them or we could give them away in our buy nothing group hmm. easily. Well, that's again, that's the effort where I'm like, Ugh. if you give like me- a couple of them are like, you know, I've got like three or four swag um, bags, golf bags mm-hmm. from the company that makes the head covers and the putters that I really like. And those are, you know, those are somewhat expensive and, that I need those I'd need to sell I need to sell and then I'm like well how do, how do I ship that I don't have the boxes anymore anyway this is like look we could the figure it out problem we, we could, could fi- figure it out we could figure this out but I'm like I mean I'm kind of into the idea of selling things like I've been selling stuff on eBay lately and that's been going okay I would say it's going pretty well yeah, I mean, it's going. I, mean, I say that like that because I haven't listed any baseball cards yet, and like that's what I, I really want to get rid of. Um, even though, but I will say this: baseball cards take up a hell of a lot less space. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Anyway, okay, that was a long-winded peek inside my cluttered brain. <laughs> See, but I feel like your brain would feel less cluttered if we got rid of stuff. Oh, for sure. I don't even have a direct. I don't even ha- like if I if I wanted to blow that mattress up in here. I don't. I don't think I have enough space on the floor to move it. To, like to put it down. I'd have to move things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what we need to do? Why did I decide I would like to collect golf bags? I don't know. They're so big. You you like you've like guitars, golf bags. Like, do you see a theme here? Large, hard to store things. This is what I like to collect. Yes. (laughs) Large, hard to store things. Yes. 
I was like, yeah, I really need that master's bag that TaylorMade released last year, so I'll get it. No. And then I got it, and I used it a couple of rounds, and then I was like, this this bag's too big. It's a staff bag. I don't have a caddy. No, you don't. <laughs> you need to sell it. You need to sell all this stuff. Oh, but what I was going to say is yeah. we is should a, have- Is there a sellability workshop you know about also? We should have an estate sale. Pretend we've died. Yes. Okay. I like it. Who's in charge of the estate sale? We'll hire someone. <laughs> Great. Should we just pretend we died? Yes. I, like, what I mean is, like, should we just pretend that this is our father's stuff? Our grandfather yeah. had all this stuff. Yeah, our grandfather had all this stuff. And we're keeping a few, a very select few, very sentimental items that really have, like, a deep personal meaning to us. And yes. everything else... We're gonna we're gonna sell. Yeah, it's wild how many guitar pedals and guitars. Our Your grandfather, grandfather loved guitar pedals and guitars. Wow. I know. I also loved Eddie Van Halen. It's wild. Yeah, um, and you know what? Someone else will love all of those things now too. <laughs> it's not a bad. It's not really. It's really not a bad. And idea. you would really be honoring your grandfather's legacy. I mean, in the sense of like. Is there like it feels like you feels like you bring somebody it feels like you hire somebody to do that for you? Yes, we we yes we would do that. I think that's the thing. That's where that's where the appeal comes from. Yes, I think we could do that. Hmm. Interesting. All right, this is a, things are exciting. Things are happening. Accountability, I, I, well, I, estate I've sales. Been, you know, slowly coming out of this fog of depression. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say I'm out of it. You're never really out of it. You just sort of main. You know, you sort of monitor. Um. But I think part of it too is like the sort of like. I don't know. Like the, it's like the you know you can sort of tell when I'm trying to break out of it when I do things like replace toilet seats. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. What's the next email? Well, Matt, the next me, email me is from Amy. And she has a different view on meds and egg retrievals. To the listener last week who asked about weaning her 13-month-old before doing a, doing a retrieval, at first, my reaction was to keep breastfeeding, but Dory is right. Those are my three favorite words together. <laughs> Dory is right. Uh, I know. I know you. I know that you think you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. No yeah, one's no. kidding here. <laughs> I decided not to wean my now 16-month-old before doing a transfer a few weeks ago. And I feel like there was a sweet spot around 12 or 13 months when she would have been easier to wean. Now she tugs at my shirt and asks to nurse whenever the time is near. My nipples are sore and I need to wean soon, but it's going to be hard. To the listener who asked about donating her extra meds, I've had success both donating and receiving extra meds on the infertility and IVF subreddits. Hmm. 
That's a hot tip. Some subreddits are are just too hot to handle, you know? That's true. That's true. But, you know, the infertility yeah, the infertility subreddits I I think are good. Yeah, I suppose it's the community, you know. Mhm. Like the Red Sox subreddit is like guys we're all not collectively jumping off a bridge. What are we doing? Um, okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to take another break, Matt. It's that time. Didn't we just do that? Mm. Shows, shows flying. That's the show's, show's flying when you're talking about, you know, getting out of a, a depression <laughs> and selling all our stuff. Oh, man. Hot chimachi. That's what I say. I just gave away some of like some of Henry's old baby stuff on our buy nothing group and it felt great. Yes, you did give them away to a weird British lady. Hey, she just became a grandmother, okay? Oh, did she ever? Wow. What's good enough for her grandchild is trash. <laughs> hey, that's not nice. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. We have returned. And we have an email from Lauren. Hi, Matt and Dory. I love the new Benihana Christmas Eve tradition. I also empathize with the painful search for a reliable and accessible recipe for the casual cinnamon roll baker. Here's one <laughs> that has yet to disappoint in this household, and it is from a website called Cooking Classy. And what is so funny about this is I used two of Cooking Classy's recipes for dinner tonight. I didn't even realize that it was the same website that Lauren in Maryland had recommended for these cinnamon rolls. And you know what? The cod I made was pretty good, and so was the mushroom rice pilaf. You really have been um, cooking up a storm the last couple of days. When your parents come in, you're just your dinner machine. I always cook dinner. I know, but it just seems like you really pull out all the stops like you decided to go with cod you know that's not something you normally would do during the week if your menu said salmon it would be salmon well here's what happened we were at trader <laughs> joe's and normally i do just pick up one of their like packages of salmon but i was like you know they do say that farm-raised salmon just really is not it's not great for you and to be perfectly honest I don't like the taste of wild salmon. Whoa, that is scandalous. It's too salmon-y. So I was like, I don't want wild salmon. 
Ooh, but they have wild cod. This looks good. And it wasn't expensive because it was at Trader Joe's. And so I was like, I'll do some cod. Let's do cod. And then when I found this cod recipe, I just looked up like cod recipe. And this one looked good. And I had a lemon that my weird new tennis coach had given me from his lemon tree. And um, but didn't he also give you the most sour? He also gave me the most had? sour orange I've ever had in my life. But then the other night he was giving out Which you were lemons. Convinced was a lemon. That was not a lemon, but this hmm. was an actual lemon, and it was a great. It was a very good lemon. So I found this recipe on Cooking Classy. And it was like, suggested accompaniments, mushroom rice pilaf. And I was like, well, look at that. I have a whole bag of sliced mushrooms. Listen, pre-sliced mushrooms, you got to go with the pre-sliced mushrooms. It saves so much time. Um, That I'd gotten for the chicken mushroom pasta that I made on Saturday night. I had a whole bag of mushrooms left. I was like, oh, I'll just make the... I'll make the mushroom rice pilaf. This looks so good. I love rice pilaf. I love homemade rice pilaf. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that was that. So I was going, I I agree, salmon and cauliflower was on the menu. But that's not what I made. I made cod and mushroom rice pilaf. Yeah. And then like your your pasta thing last night that you made, Mm -hmm. which looked very good. Um, it must. Where'd that come from? Because I saw you I've, doing. You're reading. You're reading another recipe. Yes. So that is actually something I've made before. It is a Mark Bittman recipe from the New York Times cooking app, and I love that recipe because I find it to be very like comfort foodie. It's like a big pot of noodles and chicken and mushrooms and you kind of cook it like risotto like you add chicken stock gradually and you let it you let the noodles absorb the stock before you add a little bit more stock so it kind of slow cooks it's it's like it's real and then you put the chicken in and it all kind of simmers together And you grate some Parmesan when it's done. And like, it's just, it's just really like warm and comforting. And it just felt like it fit with the weather because it's been cold and windy. And I was like, we need something like a little bit hearty. And that's what you can get. And that's what we got. My original plan was that we would go out to dinner with my parents, but Henry was like, no. So I'm not like, I'm not crazy that you're, you, you, you threw caution to the wind regarding the menu. I did. Okay, thank you. Except for Friday night. Friday night, I made the chicken Caesar salad that I said I was going to make. Which is to (laughs) say, I sauteed some chicken breasts and uh, opened a a salad kit. (laughs) A Caesar salad kit. Which, look, I love a salad kit. I mean, they're not the most cost-effective thing, salad kits and chopped mushrooms, because... You could save so much money uh, by cutting up your own. Guess what? I'm hearing a lot. The, ch- what the sliced hearing? mushrooms at Trader Joe's were cheaper than the whole mushrooms. So put those words wow. back in your mouth. Can't. I can't. Yeah, take it exactly. Back. <laughs> so you don't even know what you're talking about. 
You know that um just heard from uh Lowell, they got fifteen inches of snow. Wow, that's a lot of inches. That is one foot plus some inches. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for also being impressed by that. That is a lot of inches. Yeah, for one storm to drop on a place? Yeah. That's crazy. Especially after the last couple of mild winters that they've been claiming to have. Totally. I agree. Joke's on you. Winter still exists. <laughs> it's still here. Um. All right. Oh, Lauren has one husband, two science babies, one 55-inch TV in our 3,400-square-foot home, and no hot dogs yet in 2024. Mm. All right. Lisa wrote in to say, I'm hi, also Matt. And- zero hot dogs. Uh, she said, hi, Matt and Dory. Pause the pod to say the best cinnamon roll recipe is the refrigerated kind from the can. But I'm super impressed with Doreen's baking skills. Thank you. I think Doreen is a good baker. Uh, I actually found wow. that we like the Publix brand cinnamon rolls better than Pillsbury. We have lots of Publix grocery stores here in Tennessee, probably not in California. No, we do not have any Publix. But do you mean like the Publix, the Publix bakery selection of cinnamon rolls? Or do you, does Publix have their own rising vacuum sealed batter of I'll, I'll get to that Publix brand oh, cinnamon sorry. rolls are actually more like real cinnamon rolls rolled up dough and can be unrolled when you eat them you still didn't answer that oh yeah you're right the Pillsbury ones don't do this my <laughs> kids like to hold them up in the air with their forks and say look mom I'm eating a snake that uh, is from that is a lot of fun Lisa 3600 square feet in Nashville Tennessee four TVs maybe a 50 inch in the living room Two adults, two kids, also no hot dogs yet in 2024. Lisa, thanks for writing in. Doreen appreciates it. Um, and then our last text was from Jenna. Yeah, it was just like an auto type. I thing, know. You know. I'm just giving you a hard time, know, Lisa. I how know else you could know she my email name. us if she didn't know how to spell I your name? I know. Would have gotten a bounce back. Balloons. Um, Jenna Marie texted us a screen grab of her tweeting... Mm-hmm. At Doug Benson. Oh, Doug. Doug. <laughs> Saying, hey, Doug loves movies. Can you text Matt Myra and ask him to be on the show soon? <laughs> and Doug responded and said, okay, yeah. I'll reach out. I don't think he'll see this because his last post was in April of 23. And then oh Jenna Marie wrote, so after listening to Matt say he wouldn't want to reach out and feel needy, I took it upon myself to ask Doug Benson to get Matt back on the show. I hope it works out. Matt, getting back on the podcast circuit is going to help you. I feel it. And then she sent three heart emojis. I don't disagree. And I think that's one of the nicer things anyone's ever done. Has Doug texted me yet? No. Does hmm. Doug have my phone? Yes. Hmm. Doug, um, Doug was at our wedding. And if I remember correctly, two things happened. We, he did a show in Vegas, planned it around my wedding. That's I did right. That he did do that. Wait, were yes, you in that show? Which was, yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. Uh, it was a brilliant <laughs> idea of him. And then I believe, if I remember correctly, I cut our honeymoon a little short so that I could 
go do a sketch fest interruption. Oh my god, that's right, you did. Because it was 2015. It was Back to the Future too. You 2015. Did yeah, do that. that's right. So I do. <gasps> I miss Doug. Wow, <laughs> you did do that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Whoopsie. I need to get back on the podcast circuit. Yeah. Get me back on the podcast circuit. Tell uh, tell those doughboys to text me. Get me back on the. Uh, <laughs> Generate. You are Let now get over Matt's, there. Let me get over there. You're now Matt's Booker. So. <laughs> <laughs> what other podcasts have I not done in a while that mm-hmm, I'd like to do? Mm-hmm. Um, hit up Paul. Be like, hey, have Matt back on. How how did this get made? You know, I'm only. I can only so like. These are only people people that can that can text me because if they're going to tweet at me, I'm never going to see it. <laughs> you, you and Paul text all the time. You could easily text Paul. Yeah, but that I would have to say that I needed something instead of just being funny about something I saw on the internet. Big difference. I feel like you could figure it out. <laughs> big big difference. You could figure it out. Thank you. Okay. Someone tweet at Matt Gorley and Paul Rust and see if I can get on their podcast. Oh my Gorley god. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny though. Now, this is pathetic. <laughs> guest on there. But anyway, whatever. Wow. It's okay. Guys, uh, if anybody wants to reach out to anybody on my behalf, go for it. Thank you. Okay. You heard it here first. All right. Well, Matt, do we have fun facts or are we pushing those to next you week? You know what? I didn't see it until I sat down here mm. to do the podcast and I saw it right below. I so see. let me just cliffhanger everybody. But next week, there are going to be fun facts about Lynn Weisinger, Angie James, Amanda Fujita, Mama Joe, Jennifer HS, the Kembles, and of course, Carolyn Land. So tune in for that next week. Those people are better at Patreon than you are. So continue, Dodo. Okay, well, if you support us at the $25 level, you can get a fun fact made up by Matt Myra Mm -hmm. once a month. It's a new fun fact every month. You also get our our catalog of Patreon episodes, including our recaps of the Great British Bake Off, Um, everything else. We do two bonus episodes a month, but you can also just support us at the $5 level or the $1 level. $1 level Mm. doesn't get you anything besides our admiration and support, but $5 level, you get uh, one bonus episode per month. So Matt, let's thank these supporters. Oh, and you can do that at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. Yeah. All right. right. You ready? Email. Hang on. Almost. Yes. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) What am I coughing? Red S. Baker. Josephine W. Anonymous. Ariana Perry. Bethany. Bonnie L. Brittany Dyer. Carol Balala McNamara. Catherine Field. Cecily Templeton. Christina. Christina Keller. Happy New Year to Diane and Martin. Elizabeth Motley. Emily F. Aaron Riley. Gretchen. Jenna Marie Nelson of the Jen- Doug Loves Movies tweet. Oh, look at that. A patron <laughs> and my new agent um (laughs) jennifer austin jennifer zayas kelly davis luciana maria baker mary joe george 
Melissa Bozeman. Mike. Nassim Kansari. Olivia Fahey. Adina. L. Alicia. Don. Katie Allen. Lane and Kate Sepala. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Ronit Mazzoni. Sanctuary Moon. And Tyler R. was surprised by new Doctor Who specials. Hmm. Does that mean that he was didn't know they were coming out and then was surprised to see them? It could or mean so many things. Did he watch them and was surprised by how they went? Interesting. Great questions hmm. all around. All right. Thanks, I started everybody. the oh. first one and, and then I like, oh, because it was on Disney Plus and then Henry, like I just never could, I f- never finished it. I have, I, I'm annoyed at myself. I got to pick hmm. it back up. Okay. You know what it is? It's by the time I get into, uh, by the time it's like time, nighttime to watch something, I'm like, I've, I'm too tired. Do you know what I mean? I do like know I what watch you during mean. the day, but like, here we are. It's eight thirty nine p.m., and I think both of us are very sleepy. I'm pretty tired. Are you accountable to anybody today? Have you done your ten minutes? No, I'm going to do them after this. But wow. I did do the other thing that I said I would do on Sunday nights, which is set my writing schedule for the week and put it in my calendar. That's interesting, too. I like it. Wow. All right. Let's see what happens, everybody. Tune in next week. I hope this has given you some accountability inspo. It's, I mean, it certainly has, honestly. I'm glad. I'm sort of excited about it. The idea of being accountable to someone again. All Instead right. of riding into the sunset. <laughs> I can't wait. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye.